Create Art Podcast. Fred Rogers style of podcasting. Hello friends, this is Timothy Kimo Bryan, head instigator at Create Art Podcast, where I have over 20 years of experience in the art world under various disciplines. And today's episode is a special presentation where I gave at MapCon Mid-Atlantic Podcasting Conference in 2019, and it deals with the Fred Rogers style of podcasting. I hope you enjoy. The Fred Rogers style of podcasting. I bet you all didn't know Fred Rogers had a podcast. Well, he doesn't. But we're going to break this down into uh, eight topics here for us. Uh, who is Fred Rogers? Some of you don't know. It's amazing. The philosophy uh, behind the Fred Rogers uh, style of podcasting. We'll have a uh, obligatory audience exercise, which will be interesting for you listening in on this podcast. But I want you to try it out. We'll talk a little bit about fourth wall theater, customer service, fake it till you hmm, creating an avatar and changing your vocabulary. Now, who is this Fred Rogers guy? Well, you know, in our meetup, uh, everybody knew who Fred Rogers is. And most people, I think, do know he is. But there could be some people out there that have no idea who this Fred Rogers guy is. Well, he's a children's TV show host. Uh, he's a puppeteer, musician, a minister, and a public TV advocate. Now, not a lot of people know that back in 1969, he went up to Congress and actually uh, talked to the con uh, the Congress people there about the importance of public TV and especially the kind of TV that he does, which is education, uh, especially for young children. So he's been doing a lot of interesting things his whole life. His uh, show started the uh, Mister Rogers Neighborhood started uh, in '69, went all the way till 2001. Folks, he knows what he's doing, and what I uh, what I'd like to start off this uh, this show with this podcast with is think back to you know, Mister Rogers' neighborhood. What is happening in every episode? It's a direct address to the audience, and who is his audience? Well, his audience is children. Now we can think of our audience members as being children. We'll talk a little bit later about. Uh, who your audience is, and how you can envision it better. But his audience was children every day of the week. Uh, he ran that show five days a, a week and came up with new stuff all the time. And if you think about it, he was doing direct address to the audience right there. He was bringing them in. Anytime he went on a oh a field trip, he would always introduce my, t my television friend here. Not friends, friend. So I made it singular. So I know that there is a lot of uh, shows out there that are doing the direct uh, address to the audience. But here's the thing with Mr. Rogers. 90% of the time, he was doing the direct address to the audience. And, uh, you know, you have Sesame Street, about 80% of the time, 70% of the time, they're doing a direct address to the audience. Mr. Rogers is doing it all the time. Even when he was doing, you know, uh, going out on field trips, he was doing a direct address to the audience. He was bringing you in to wherever he was going. He'd always introduce you as my television friend. Not friends. He kept it singular. 
So he's got nine rules for talking to children. And I'd like to go over those here with you, and then we're going to have an exercise to show you how to utilize it. Now, these nine rules for talking to children, just substitute that for your audience. So the first rule is state the idea you wish to express as clearly as possible. Seems kind of obvious. Rephrase it in a positive manner. Wouldn't you like to have better contact with, better, uh, I don't know, interaction with your audience? Ooh, that's positive. Rephrase the idea, keeping in mind your audience may not be able to pick up on subtle distinctions. Rephrase your idea to eliminate all elements that could be considered prescriptive, uh, directive, or instructive. So if we're, the way I read that is, if we rephrase it, so that's what, that way it's not prescriptive, pers- prescriptive, oof, directive or instructive, we're helping the audience think it's their idea. Rephrase any element that suggests certainty, because not everything is always going to work out the way we want it to. You know, I, I do my show, uh, I, I've done projects, and when I do a project, I do it my way, but there's no guarantee that if you do it my way, the way that I'm telling you to do it, there's no guarantee that it's going to turn out the same exact way. Rephrase your idea to eliminate any element that may not apply to all children. Now, you know, you may go, well, you know, parents, not all children have parents. Sometimes, uh, folks, uh, kids are being watched by grandparents, aunts, uncles, foster parents. So you don't want to leave them out. You don't want to leave anyone in your audience out if you can at all avoid it. Add a simple motivational idea that gives a reason to follow your advice. Well, you know, hey, more more listeners. (laughs) That's what we all want. More interaction with our listeners. I think that's what we all want. Rephrase your new statement, repeating the first step. Again, the first step is state the idea you wish to express as clearly as possible. And then rephrase your idea a final time, relating it to some phase of development. Now, here's how it works in action. It is dangerous to play in the street. Hmm. Simple idea. Very straightforward, you would think. It is good to play where it is safe. Oh, that's being positive. Ask your parents where it is safe to play. Hmm. Your parents will tell you where it is safe to play. Your parents can tell you where it is safe to play. Oh, instead of will, they can. There might be failure there. Your favorite grown-ups can tell you where it's safe to play. There we go. That's where we move it from parents to grown-ups. And they can tell you where it's safe to play. Your favorite grown-ups can tell you where it's safe to play. And it is a good idea to listen to them. Oh, hey, there's some benefit in there. Your favorite grown-ups can tell you where it's safe to play. It is important to try to listen to them. Wow. We listen to our parents. We might find, or our favorite grown-up, we might find a safe place to play. Your favorite grown-ups can tell you where it is safe to play. It is important to try to listen to them. And listening is an important part of growing. So we start off with something kind of negative. It's dangerous to play in the street with, and then we end it with, your favorite grown-ups can tell you where it's safe to play. 
It is important to try to listen to them, and listening is an important part of growing. And that's kind of what we try to do here in this uh, in, in this podcast, is we try to give you uh, tips and strategies to make your podcast the best it can be. Now, in the uh, in the uh, the quasi TED talk that I'm doing at Mapcom and the uh, the meetup that we did, we had the uh, obligatory audience exercise. You have to have one of these. So uh, it takes two people. Okay, person A, find someone new, tell them how your day is going. Person B, listen and watch body language. Are they being genuine? Is this somebody you want to listen to? Switch roles. So whereas A is observing B. But here's the thing. A, close your eyes. See if you can tell. If they're convincing, they're doing a good job. If they're not convincing, if they're not drawing you in with your eyes closed, well, think about your listener. Are they seeing you while you're doing this live? Most podcasts, no. Some of your podcasts out there, yep, they're doing it live on YouTube or Discord or wherever they're doing it from. But for the most part, your listeners are just listening to their headphones. And if you can't be genuine and you can't tell them how you know how your day is, you might want to rethink what you're doing there. Now, we're this is all kind of nice and uh, window dressing for what it really is. And this is a convention known as Breaking the Fourth Wall. It's a theatrical convention. Um, goes all the way back to uh, the times of Shakespeare. Um, Shakespeare uses it for comedic effect. Um, the naturalists theater uh, movement, which was in the 1800s, um, late 1800s, used it extensively uh, through through all their shows. They were always direct addressed to the audience. They were in the audience's face, and they included them in in the uh, uh, in the shows. Now, film is using this convention, um, and they've been doing it for a number of years. I, the uh, the slide that I have here, and uh, hopefully you're reading through the show notes, and you can see the slide. It's Kevin uh, Brana. Um, he's been doing a lot of uh, Shakespearean uh, shows, and uh, one of the things that he does is he does break the fourth wall, and uh, I like how he does Shakespeare. But he, he gets a little too cute with it. You know, he kind of winks at the audience and goes, ha ha, see how witty I am. Eh. There's other shows out there that are doing it. There are other movies out there that are doing it very well. Uh, probably better than Kenneth Brunigan. But um, he's he's known for it. So if you, if you want to see uh, it in action uh, on film, go look at his Hamlets, uh, Othello, uh, any, of the, any of his shows. And... Last but not least, video games are now the latest user breaking the fourth wall. So it's not just enough to, you know, uh, flashing lights and great sound. We have to break through that screen and reach the audience um, when they're playing video games. Now, I've got an extensive background in customer service. I worked for Verizon Wireless, T-Mobile, Motorola. You know, some you know the uh, the thing of it is is that you know we're talking to people over the phone, which is kind of like a, a podcast each and every time. But um, one of the things that uh, we learned in customer service class, yes, there's a class for it, is to smile. If you're not smiling, you're not having a good time. And who wants to listen to somebody not having a good time? We have enough issues going on in our life that uh, we don't need to uh, listen to somebody, you know, that's ticked off and and just down in the dumps and ooh, 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 ooh. nobody needs to hear that. We want to hear positivity. We want to hear your smile. So, smile. And if you have a hard time doing it, go get a mirror. Put that up in your uh, in, in your studio 
and uh, use that mirror for yourself. And, you know, it's hard to say smile without smiling. And I would just say, pop that up there. Check in with yourself every once in a while. Make sure you're smiling. Amp up the energy and charisma. You know, if you're doing your podcast, you're recording it. I get up at four in the morning. I'm not recording a podcast at four in the morning. I'm usually doing it in the evening, um, kind of before I go to bed. And uh, that usually wipes me out after I, I do the podcast, after I record it, especially when I'm recording with Kyle. Oh, my God. Folks, if you want to know energy, record with Kyle. He is a firebomb. So amp up the energy and the charisma. And for by all means, don't let the audience know that you're having a bad day. That's not what they're tuned in for you. That's not why they're tuned into the show. Okay, don't let that come across. If your dog just died, you know, maybe you shouldn't record that day. You know, do your 10 stages of grieving, whatever it is. But don't let them know that you're having a bad day. Uh, because they don't need to know that. That's not, you know, uh, Dave Jackson always says, you know, you, you don't have to... Uh, Describe the uh, sausage and, you know, show them how the sausage is made. You don't need to do that. So the world-famous ex-high school girlfriend guide to relationships, fake it till you make it. Yeah, one of my ex-girlfriends um, always uh, said that to me. You know, I, sometimes I fake it till I make it with some guys. And my question is, why well, are you faking it with me? Of course not. Folks, sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it. You, you've got a deadline. You've got to get that uh, show out uh, so that way you can edit it and record it. Um, don't be a used car salesman, okay? Hey, did, 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 did. people can hear that through your voice, especially if your other uh, podcasts, if your other episodes are at about an eight or a nine. And if you put punch it through to a 12, people are going to be like, yeah, there's something, something up there. Another technique that you can use, post-it notes or write it. If you're using a script, write it in your script, write in there, smile, you know, put it as an aside, put it as a stage direction. You know, smile at yourself. Um, say something nice. Uh, you know, make it uh, appropriate for the show that you're doing. Practice this in real life. I mean, people really enjoy being around positive people. It's just a fact of life. You know, no one likes to be uh, around the guy at the water cooler that's boo-hoo-hoo and my life sucks and this job sucks and eh. You know, after a while, it gets old because you, you, you see that guy walking around or that gal walking around and you avoid them. Don't let your, don't have your audience avoid you because you're having a bad day. And last but not least, don't obsess over this. Just build awareness in yourself. It will come. It is a skill that can be learned. It's a muscle that needs to be exercised. Don't obsess over it. Don't do what Kyle does and, uh, you know, have uh, 50 different note cards and and string and uh, map it out, mind map it out. Don't do that. Just build awareness in yourself and you'll be okay. Now, um, unfortunate, well, fortunately, uh, I had a wonderful uh, little screenshot for you here. And if you're looking at it in the show notes, um, it's a, a picture of the uh, avatar folks uh, from the movie Avatar. I'm, I'm going to ask you, create an avatar for yourself. You know, look at your audience profiles. If you got them on, uh, you know, on uh, Facebook, God, I was going to say MySpace there for a second. If you got them on Facebook, you got them on Twitter, you got them on Instagram, take a look at their profiles. See, see what they look like. Envision who would listen. So if you're just starting out, you know, it's really defining who that audience is going to be. So envision who's going to listen to this. Look around at conferences. You know, you're, you're I'm going to be up at MapCon when I do this talk. I'm looking around at that conference. I, I go to all their conferences like Comic-Cons. 
and uh, art shows, who would listen to this and take a mental picture of them? Sometimes I take a physical picture of them as well. Whatever that is, post it near your work area. Put it right next to the mirror. That way you can direct address that. If that's easier for you, by all means, go ahead and do it. Direct address your avatar. Give it a name and knock it out for yourself. Changing your vocabulary. You know, what we say matters. So instead of, hey, my listeners out there, you. Because you're in somebody's ear right now. They got their headphones in. Maybe one of the headphones are in. The other one's hanging out. They're doing some running or jogging or whatnot. Maybe they have you in the background. That's okay. You're talking to that one person. Thank you versus thanks. Oh, it takes more words. It takes a little bit more effort. But thank you for listening versus thanks for listening. That's for everybody. But if I hand it directly to you, you're more than likely going to listen to that. I versus we, and I'm guilty of this one too. I'm the royal we. So I thank you, friend versus, hey everyone, hey friend. You know, maybe that's not your cup of tea. It doesn't roll off the tongue too well. Well, think of something that is more singular. You know, hey despicable versus hey despicables. Whatever you call your audience, make it singular. That way they feel that you're directly talking to them. Think about the concert that uh, was a great concert for you, and the lead singer was singing right at you. Guess what? They were singing at your forehead, or they were singing to the gal uh, three rows behind you. They weren't singing to you, but they made you feel that they were singing to you. That's what you want to do with your audience. Now, Kyle and I uh, use this uh, slide um, where it's a, a person standing in front of about 30 people. And uh, we always use this slide uh, in in our talks um, because, you know, some people, they're just starting off their podcast. And they're like, oh, I only got 30 listens. Well, if you look at it, that's 30 people. That's a lot of people. And we're like, hey, you're talking to these people. So I'm going to flip the script on this. I'm going to use the same slide. You know, one person standing in front of 30 people. Talk to one person. Pick the person you want to talk to and talk directly to that person. You know, maybe they emailed you. Bring that person up in the show. That's going to make them feel special. That's going to make other people go, hey, he brought Jerry. You talked about Jerry that whole show. Maybe I should write in because Jerry wrote in. Maybe I'll write in and he'll talk about uh, me. Uh, the next show, you talk about, you know, Stacy. Oh, well, Stacy wrote in. I'm going to talk about Stacy. This is what we talked about. Dun, 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 dun. So pick one person to talk to in your audience. Here's the takeaway for you about this whole thing. Have you been talking directly to your audience? Think about that. Are you talking directly to your audience? If you said yes to that, you and your audience wins. So if you're not doing it, you might want to start doing that for yourself. Thank you for listening to Create Art Podcast. This has been my presentation of the Fred Rogers style of podcasting. And I just want you to remember what I always say, create more than you consume. I'd like you to reach out to me at Timothy at createartpodcast.com. I'm on Twitter at createartpod and Instagram and Facebook at createartpodcast. We want to help you create more than you consume. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. So until next time, have a great day.